Okay, back in this Wednesday, I'm Jeff MacArthur. Status quo, that was the word from the Bank of Canada earlier today when it comes to interest rates. And joining us now for more is Sheila Block, Senior Economist with the Canadian Centre for Policy Alternatives. Sheila, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for being here. Uh, As I mentioned, interest rates remain the same despite inflation and higher prices. Why did the Bank of Canada, why did they decide, Sheila, to hold steady on interest rates today? I think there are a couple of reasons for that. The first of them is that really the Bank of Canada is not in the business of surprising people. And what they indicated today is that they are going to maintain the course that they had set out earlier. They clearly indicated that interest rates are going to rise. They clearly indicated that, you know, uh, inflation has increased and that it's time for them to rise. But I think they, the signal that they gave is they're going to um, do it on the same schedule that they had outlined earlier. Okay, so I think a lot of Canadians that leaves them asking, if not now, why and when? Because uh, it's one thing for the Bank of Canada to have their schedule, but there's a a lot of people that would like to see some uh, lower prices, particularly when it comes to things like food and gasoline. Well, I think one of the issues is is that uh, a hike in interest rates is not a solution to the kinds of inflation that we've seen. An increase in interest rates isn't going to uh, decrease uh, the the price of oil, which is set uh, internationally. It's not going to, um, you know, eliminate the extreme weather events uh, and the the uh, pandemic-related issues that have, you know, had an impact on supply chain so that we've really had a hard time getting goods to market and in particular getting goods to your grocery store. Um, So higher interest rates aren't the solutions to that. They might be the solution to housing price issues in a bit of the longer term. Um, But, you know, they could have hiked interest rates uh, by a large amount today, and that wouldn't have solved those problems. But there would have been a lot of other problems associated with it. Okay, then let me ask you, what is the solution when it comes to higher food and gas prices, which are probably uh, to save maybe those higher home prices that are hurting Canadian families the most right now? Because, you know, a lot of the talk and what a lot of people were led to believe that one of the few levers that the federal government and that the Bank of Canada can pull in order to cool things off and cool down these high prices were interest rates. So if it's not that, is there anything else that government can do, Sheila? Well, unfortunately, those those solutions are kind of longer term rather than short term solutions. Um, And so in terms of of, uh, gas prices, part of what we need to do uh, is is reduce our dependence uh, on uh, on on gas in terms of how we heat our homes, in terms of how we move around, in terms of, you know, being able to rely on public transit. Um, So that's one set of issues. The other set is we really need. Um, infrastructure that uh, can withstand the kinds of extreme weather events that we've been experiencing. So we need investments in better roads so that, you know, and better railways so that we don't see the impact that we saw um, out of the port of Vancouver from that extreme weather that we saw late last year. So those are the longer term solutions. And unfortunately, they aren't short term. I think one thing that's kind of comforting is that there has been a slowdown in the rate of inflation. So between November and December, we did see that kind of a slowdown in the month-to-month numbers, not not in the year-over-year numbers. So I 
think there's some comfort in there. I think um, the bank is really not seeing runaway inflation because I think if it did, then we would have seen uh, a faster hike in interest rates. Mm-hmm. Well, interest or sorry, inflation rates uh, might have slowed down a bit and prices aren't growing as much as they have. But does the fact still not remain, Sheila, that, uh, you know, we're seeing the worst inflation we've seen in the last three decades, in the last uh, 30 years? And is this something that uh, families are going to have to get used to, that these higher prices at the grocery store and elsewhere, that they're here to stay? You, I think you're correct in that. So you're absolutely correct that this is higher inflation that we've seen uh, in a number of years. But part of that is still driven by that, by all the odd things that happened in the economy as a result of the pandemic. And so what we saw was a drop in some prices as a result of the pandemic a year ago. And the arithmetic of it shows very high increases in year year over year inflation but less of an impact, um, you know, on the month-to-month figures. But in terms of some of those factors that are going to have an impact longer term, so more extreme weather, the kind of continuing impact of the pandemic on labor shortages as people get sick or as people need to self-isolate because somebody close to them got sick, those factors and the impact on prices, I think, is here to stay for a little while. Okay, I want to circle back to interest rates, if we could. The bank did not raise them today. Many thought maybe that might be the case, They, but they did not. But they did say that the interest rate hike is coming. It's on the way. How soon can we expect that, and how might that hit the average Canadian? What sort of effects would uh, jump in an interest rate from, say, 0.25 to 0.50%? Uh, what would that mean? So... Uh, that kind of an in, of an increase in interest rates, um, in and of itself, that first increase that's pretty widely expected in March, wouldn't have as much of an impact on folks as a cumulative increase to get us back to what was really kind of historic, which what historic norms, which was around a two percent rate, but of course. You know, that rate that we had over the previous 10 years is way lower than we had it before. Um, So if we're looking at what the impact would be, if you have a variable rate mortgage, you might start to think about locking in. Again, that 0.25% increase might not have that much of an impact, but we are expecting a series of, of rate increases. If you've already locked in at a lower mortgage rate, you've really got some breathing room um, to look, you know, to wait and kind of figure out how you might be able to pay for those increased mortgage payments in a year, two or three when your mortgage comes up for renewal. And then I think that the kind of upside of all of this is that we might see a slowdown in the increase in house prices as a result of this increase in, uh, in interest rates, because part of that those very, very low interest rates had been driving that huge inflation that we saw in the price, price of housing. Mm-hmm. And when it, well, Sorry, when it comes to housing prices, is that what we're looking uh, for towards the spring? Would an increase in interest rates and also maybe more supply coming, uh, you know, with the uh, spring typically when a lot of people might list their homes, would those two factors really do a lot to kind of stabilize or cool housing prices, do you think? I think the combination of those two will cool housing prices. Um, whether they'll do a lot or not is... is um, you know, might be a little bit above my pay grade, but absolutely that should be cooling cooling house prices because part of that really high house price, in, uh, house price inflation that we've seen 
is is a result of of you know basically we've had free money to borrow with these very low interest rates that especially now we're running below the rate of inflation. All right, Sheila, really appreciate the time and the update. Thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Thanks for having me. You bet. Sheila Block is a senior economist with the Canadian Centre for Policy Alternatives. And we're back after this quick break. You're listening to The Jeff MacArthur Show. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.